Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? For starters, drink some water. And now, let me just put a little pin on this real quick. There's a way of living that I started to adopt, and I don't think I've ever expressed it to you guys. Have more days where the piss is clear. Just marinate on that real quick. I didn't say anything profound, but really think about it. Think about a day to where you was hooping, or if you're not athletic, or if you don't participate in sports, to where you just had a whole bunch of water, whether it was like a dare or... You just had nothing else in the crib and there's just a whole bunch of pulling spring around or it was a hot summer day. You just want a nice cold glass of water, whatever. Think about the color of your piss, right? And then think about the days to where you have a few beers. For those of you that think that beer is disgusting, you had some Gatorade, you had some juice, you had some soda, you had some wine, you had liquor. Just look at the color of that piss. Now, I indulge in all those things. I drink ginger ale. I drink beer. I drink liquor. Um, Other sodas outside of ginger ale, I don't really mess with, but I'm an avid juice drinker. I drink tea. You know what I'm saying? The color of the piss is dictated by what you're putting in your body. So what I'm saying is, we all indulge in what we indulge in. Just have more days where your piss is clear. If you do that, you're on the right track. Secondly, I need you to rate, review, and subscribe to my program. I'm trying to be lit. I'm on the path to a thousand ratings. Uh, I believe I'm almost at 600. I just need I just need a little bit of a push. So just do me that favor. Last but not least, if you would like to email me, email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Now, usually, I don't go into anything topical. I just go based on things that I'm thinking or what I'm seeing, but. I saw something that I found pretty interesting. Krispy Kreme is giving out free donuts to whoever shows their vaccination card. And once I saw that, a whole bunch of thoughts uh, started to arise in my brain. First of which, when do you think the card man is going to come on the scene? Are you you're not familiar with the card man? See, you have Sneaker Man, you have, yo, I got a guy that does cars, yo, I got a guy that does homes, I do, I got a guy that gets the clothes for cheap, I got, yo, don't go get that chain, next time you go get some jewelry, go to my guy, everybody has a guy, right? Yo, my my man over here, whatever have you. I even um, was introduced to someone that sells drinks on the late night, you know what I mean? I call him Pouch Man. I mean, shout out to Pouch Man. You know, I mean, he sells um like these frozen drinks that are pouch and them shits is clutch. I can't even lie to you. But Card Man is coming. But when though? Because we all know everybody's not taking that vaccine. Let's just call a spade a spade. It's not fucking happening. There's people that's if we can't get everybody on board to wear a mask, you think we can get everybody on board to put a needle in their arm? Like, be real. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm supposed to promote this vaccine. And where I stand on it, I'm going to reserve for me because I'm black and I know what comes with that. 
But let's really talk about how life really is, not how we hope life is, not what we're striving life to be. Everybody's not getting that fucking vaccine. It's not fucking happening, right? But if you want to have everybody take the vaccine, you have to create incentives. That's how America is America. And I mean, think about little shit at work when you have little benchmarks or you have little goals you do at work and they let you like spin the wheel or they'll give you like an hour and a half lunch or they give you like a $2 raise or whatever. Everything is always incentive driven, right? So I believe in years coming forward, probably from like 2022 to 2025, you probably won't be able to board a plane, go into a public restaurant or do anything social unless you have your ID and a vaccination card. This is why I just believe right so peoples are going to find a way to make fake cards same way fake ids are a thing since the dawn of time you can get fake passports you can get fake anything especially with how clicking technology is now so who's gonna be the first card man who's gonna be the person that's pulling up like yo you can't you don't know his name his real name you only contact this nigga through email, like some type of shit like that. It has to be appointment driven. You, you can only, it's going to be like Hitch. You ever seen that movie Hitch with Will Smith when he was like the dating consultant? But the only way that you can find out about him is if like, this is with like the previous nigga that used him because he doesn't really promote his business because it's, it's not really the wave. I think that's how Carman's going to be. Carman's going to print like a million cards and do something small like, yo, just... Give me $150. Now, if Cardman, let, let, let's, let's do a real number. Say he finds the lick, he finds the paper, and he makes 1,000 cards at $150 a piece. And then when he sells those, he makes another 1,000. Cardman can fucking buy a mansion at that point. You feel me? And something else that came into my mind is, you see all these things in regards to cigarette smoke. You see all these things in regards to drunk driving. But nobody's talking about diabetes, fam. Or high blood pressure and cholesterol and all that. Like, I was alive for God milk. I don't know if milk is good for you. I don't know if milk is bad for you. But what I do know is some ain't right when you watch how milk is made. You feel me? And Krispy Kreme creating an incentive for everybody who has the vaccination i respect it i love it but we're not gonna talk about how niggas in america is fat son like we're really not gonna talk about just niggas being in shape now i'm not saying you need to have ripped abs right like come on now like that's just not a part of the program unless you're a professional athlete or someone that is i mean while I'm in the gym i'm not talking about you being shredded i'm talking about you being in shape you know what i'm saying not being, not having to buy bigger clothes, not niggas saying like halfway compliments. Oh, okay, my nigga, you getting money? I see you eating good over there, bro. All right, all right. A lot of steak and potatoes over there. That's not a compliment, my nigga. And people using the vaccination card to get donuts is kind of productive to niggas that's dying, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like the fact that whenever you bring up health people will use as a defense mechanism mind your own business people do whatever they want with their bodies who are we to say anything in regards to someone else's appearance when your fucking uncle dies from 45 at 45 years old to high blood pressure then what hmm 
Oh no? When your best friend is fucking going through heart complications and has a stroke at 46 years old, then is it all good? When niggas is dying at 52 years old because of clogged arteries, is it all good? You know what I'm saying? Just like moderation. Like nobody's ever told my moderation. I have never seen so many fat people in their early 20s in my life. Like, like nobody is in shape. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has some type of gut with them. That's cool to everybody. It's all love. It's like, oh, you know, it's our choice and our body. And nigga, it's your choice to eat Popeye's at three in the morning. Same way it could be my choice to have a wheelbarrow full of money and walk down the street in the Bronx. I'm not doing anything to anybody. It's just me with my wheelbarrow that I pay for with the money that belongs to me. I'm just walking down the street. Same way I'm walking the dog. Is that okay? If four niggas that's dirt, that's dirt poor and popped come out and stab me and take my wheelbarrow, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this trap. No, nigga, my decision making led to me getting stabbed, son. You know what I'm saying? And this is how we need to start looking at this shit, bro. But shout out to Krispy Kremes nonetheless because I'm just a guy with a microphone. Nigga's gonna eat and eat that dumb shit anyway. I participate in Krispy Kremes. You know, I feel like um Rick James in uh, the Dave Chappelle sketch. Um, when he was talking about that he would never touch Charlie Murphy and then he admitted to eating hitting charlie murphy i do participate in junk food but it's in all in moderation i'm not out here wilding like if you don't see me for two years and i can bet my life on this if you go two years without seeing me if you don't see me till 2023 i swear to you i will look kind of the same you know what i mean i fluctuate within 15 pounds but i'm never gonna be i'm not gonna be gut man my god damn rick what happened to you bro everything all right that's not happening son and we need to start promoting good decision making. I'm not talking about fucking denying people of whatever they want to do. I'm not talking about denying people whatever they want to eat. But when are we going to promote good decision making? Nate Robinson, when he fought that Jake dude, Jake Paul from YouTube, right? Jake Paul has devoted his life for like three years to boxing, doing two days for three years. Nate Robinson boxed off and on probably to train for basketball for years and probably did two a days for three months that is a bad decision and you know what i saw out of that yo we need to give nate robinson respect for even jumping in that ring a lot of you niggas will never jump into that ring it's a different beast when you're going against someone that's really trying to take your head off you're right because we're good decision makers if somebody is training to be a fucking samurai and he's nice with the sword and he's been doing it for three years and i had to see his technique like oh you know i've owned swords throughout my life and i devote three months of training to sword fighting if you fucking cuss me the fuck up that's a bad decision am i do you give me props of being a man of going face to face with a nigga that's trying to be a samurai because a lot of niggas don't know what it's like to hold a sword no it's a bad decision you know what I'm saying? Wilding out and eating whatever the fuck you want and then have mad health complications is bad decision making. You feel me? I just had to tell you niggas about the color of piss. But you know, I digress. In any case, I've been going to the gym lately, right? And the person that you're listening to speak, it's a new day. Because there was a time that I could not bench press 225 pounds. I couldn't do it. You know, there was the bar. There's two 45s on each side. And I put it up, went to my chest, 
and I immediately needed assistance. I just didn't have it. The triceps, my biceps, strength of my forearm, my wrist, all that shit. My chest, my back, all the muscles you use, all the muscles you utilize, sorry about that. Your core, was that, wasn't going down, it was a bad situation. <laughs> yo, 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 help me, yo, 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 grab, 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 bro, it's, it's a wrap. Nigga, I want to say this is last week. I went to my man, I was like, yo, put 245s on that shit. He's like, yo, I don't think you're right. He's like, nigga, put 245 pound plates on this bar. I will lift this up because I'm a man of pride. Another thing that I was told, which really got me going, I was told... You're not a real man until you can bench press 225 pounds. Now, I know there's more components of being a man than that. Like, I'm not fucking stupid, right? But it was like a challenge. It's like, nigga, how you going to be Mr. Weights, man? You're always in the gym and all that kind of shit, bro. This is standard. This is when you go to the combine, if you're trying to be a professional athlete, this is what they start with, and they see how many times you can do this. If you go to certain gyms, niggas, this is what they use to warm up. This is the warm-up weight. Now, if you're someone that doesn't really give a fuck about working out, all right, cool. But you can't be workout man and not be able to do this. Like, come on, bro. If, if you're really going to call yourself a man and make all these jokes, push that shit up. And that shit was just like replaying in my head. And I was like, nah. Nah, I do be in this gym doing all kind of funky workouts, nigga. I can't bench press 225. That's not the way. Nigga, I got on that goddamn bench. I was like, yo, I got it. Don't touch the bar. I don't need help picking it up. I pushed that shit up towards the sky. Gravity took over. That shit went to my chest. I praised Allah. Then I pushed that shit back to the sky. Then it came back down to my chest. I praised my mama. And I pushed it back to the sky. Then she came to my chest again. And I said, I don't know if I can get to the sky again. <laughs> don't worry about that, nigga. I did that shit three times. You know what I'm saying? That third time me pushing it to the sky, I was like, nah, nah, nah. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Ha! And I racked that shit. I'm a man that can bench press 225. It's happening. I can do it. I possess the strength. Perpetrators beware. I'm slapping the shit out of niggas who I feel like are perpetrating in the paint. You know what I'm saying? That's just what's going on. Know what I mean? And uh, one last thing. Just real quick. I want to speak about this. It started out with something that's menial. I believe there's a larger discussion to be had, right? Saweetie and Quavo. Now, if you're not into music, if you're not into, like, niggatry, or if you're not into, like, you know, urban music, I'm not saying that niggatry is synonymous with urban music or the fact that there's even urban music. That's not what I'm saying. But there's different channels that you might be interested in so you arrived at the news of what happened with Saweetie and Quavo, right? That's all I'm saying. If you watch, if you're subscribed to a gossip channel, you're subscribed to niggatry. It's called fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? It's very seldom that they're telling you anything informative that could benefit you or your life. If you're into celebrity gossip, 
specifically if the celebrity gossip is geared more towards celebrities that look like me and you speaking to black people that's niggatry not me come on so if you arrived at the point to where as you was perusing instagram or twitter or facebook whatever the fuck you be doing you have sweetie and quavo right they broke up it just so happens that sweetie spoke first right yo this nigga's fucking other women all this other type of shit I emotionally checked out I'm free oh my god I feel so bad for sweetie yo she deserves much more this isn't that then you had Quavo saying you're not the person I thought you were whatever have you right now I'm not gonna take the I'm not gonna take the the route that you think about to take. I'm not going to talk about no shit like who knows it really happened and, you know, fucking cheating's not that big of a deal and all the kind of shit, right? Nah, that's, that's not the route I'm going to take. One of the routes I'm going to take is, as I'm reading, you would think that Sweetie went through domestic violence. Just with, like, the overall things that was being said, I thought Quavo beat the shit out of Sweetie. Like, yo, did this, this nigga hit her or some shit like that? Like, now, I know what's going on. You're scrunching your face already. In your head, you're thinking that I'm thinking that cheating isn't a big deal, right? And I disagree. If you guys, you and your significant other, whoever that person is, come to an agreement that I am 100% loyal to you, you are 100% loyal to me, and then you do an act of betrayal, that's a big deal. No matter how much money you have, right? If it's like, yo, you don't fuck no other niggas. I don't fuck no other bitches. We in this to win this. We taking this shit to the top. Then one of us breaks the agreement. That's an act of betrayal and that shit is no good. You walk away from that. I don't care how many Birkins was purchased for you. I don't care how many Bentleys, expensive clothing, change of lifestyle probably add he probably with him being your boyfriend uh added more light more of a spotlight on you so you can release music or whatever creative endeavor you have going on all right cool but i feel bad for sweetie sweetie deserves better niggas cheat every day <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's just like, yo, this nigga's a piece of shit. I wanted to find someone who's not a piece of shit. Yeah, you go, yo. You, I'm saying we're not somebody who's phased by money. But then we have the other end, right? And this is what I want to end with. And this is for both men and women. I'm talking about what's being rapped about. Conversations. Interviews. Poems. Whatever have you. Right? It's very rare where the integrity of someone is highlighted until somebody is done wrong, right? We can talk about the amount of money that a man has, right? Or the things that a woman can do for me, right? I need a bitch that cooks clean, sucks dick, makes sandwiches, shuts the fuck up. You know, I need a nigga who's rich. He needs to be making eight figures, seven figures. I need Birkins. I need stuff. No broke boys allowed. You know, nigga, but it's like, all right. There's seemingly like a, a, a dynamic change 
But people want to hold on to old ideals while promoting new ideals, right? People want to talk about back then. I did even I even did an episode about this. Back then, women were second class. Women were treated like absolute garbage. Women legally were property, right? You couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. There were certain restrictions. You couldn't even get a bank account. Women were treated second tier. Women were not intellectually respected. None of that shit, right? You do what we allow you to do. You are relegated to these kinds of jobs because that's what women should do, right? I'm not saying that women don't go through oppression. I believe a black woman's oppression is very, very unique from being oppressed overall, right? Because you're really at the low end of the totem pole, being a black person and a woman, right? That's like in regards to like how you're viewed and it's fucked up like that. That's how it is, right? You're just second place. Things have changed. On a promotional level, I've seen more promotion of prominent, sound, intellectual, educated, hardworking, driven women. And it's and they're not just those synonyms and acronyms, not acronyms, but they're not just those synonyms and adjectives and shit like that because of what they do for their family. So that's still that's still them being relegated to a job. And whether it be entertainment, whether it be uh, movie direction, acting, book writing, uh, gymnast, all this kind of cool shit that I see women do. I see, I see all kinds of, yo, it's so real. You go on Instagram, women in luxury, women in travel, women in um, entertainment. These are all things, these are all Instagram pages you can look up, right? But in regards to dating, right? It appears, just appears, that being someone who sound is second place. So what's going to happen is I'm going to say that, right? And it's going to be like, well, why does it have to be one or the other? Why is it that you can't be rich and successful and a good person and X, Y, Z? And that's how I know you're not listening to me. I said it's being promoted like being a sound individual with a strong moral compass is coming in second place. What's going on is from men and from women is I have this, you suck dick, or you have this, you can get some pussy. That's what's being promoted. And that's what's being uh, perpetuated all throughout social media. We have podcasts about it, all kind of shit. Even when the woman listening to this, you're dating a guy. What is going to be one of the first questions asked about that guy? What does he do for a living? Niggas, you're dealing with a girl. What are the first questions about that girl? How does she look? You understand? This is where it's at. So I'm saying all that to say that the fact that cheating is now being hand in hand with like doing something like demonstrative. It's crazy to me because it appears as though betrayal and lack of trust and all that type of shit really isn't a big deal just as long as he's rich. I remember I've had, matter of fact, let me, let me rephrase what I was about to say. I've had multiple conversations with women. Multiple. Now it's just me. And I'm like, yo, if a guy treated you like this, if he did it like this, if he did it like that, blah, 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 blah. They're like, you know what they say? 
yeah, that's cool. How much money does he have? I want a nigga that can take care of me because I've been in the trenches with niggas. I thought was good people and there was good people, but we couldn't get no shit moving. Right. Everybody doesn't have money. Go on that smartphone of yours. It's not the fucking reality. It's not happening. Look how many just people in America make over six figures. Just look. This it's not going to fucking happen for everybody. That's just what it is. Now you can be like, oh, that's a crutch. Oh, you're making excuses. No, nigga, this is fucking statistics. Look at how many jobs are available that make this kind of money. Look how many entrepreneurs actually gain profit for the shit they oversee. Look how many people who are self-employed actually generate six figures worth of income. Just look. You know what I'm saying? Just fucking look. Look how many entertainers actually make six figures. Just look. How many rappers actually make six figures? How many? There's 450 people in the fucking NBA. 450. And it's not the same 450. <laughs> that shit changes. But the only thing that won't change is only 450 of you niggas can be lit. Just look. How many fucking doctors do you think there are? Like, for real. How many, how many doctors do you think there are in the NBA? I mean, in, in the world. Or let's talk about the United States. How many lawyers do you think there are? All right, cool. Let's take that. How much debt are they in? How many people is out of that debt? How many people do you personally know? When if if you just sat there, turn that podcast off, and you just sat there and you just had your thoughts, how many people do I know that make over a hundred thousand dollars that don't do something that's illegal to where their freedom is compromised every day? And a lot of you guys don't care about your freedom, so I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about you know what I mean, just it don't got to be trapping or whatever. Like he he owns five used car dealerships he owns gas stations and with all the risks that comes along with owning a business with all the bailouts that you're not able to get because of the color of your skin you're having to pay fucking staff you have to pay bills property tax all the kind of shit that i'm not even knowledgeable of all kinds of licenses you gotta have how many people do you know owns earn six figures and once you have that understanding you'll really understand that everybody is just perpetuating nonsense and the only reason why i'm bringing this up in regards to sweetie and quavo is because when you see this woman do interviews the first thing that's said is how much money does this nigga have and then you'll see women in the back yeah get your shit right get rich then come fuck with me so like being like of sound moral value is not being promoted it's not less important. It's not being promoted. So if you're a nigger and you don't have critical thinking skills, you're like, yo, once I have the bag, I can treat you like shit because I have the money. Do you understand? We need to come together on this. Stop being fucking dumb. It's all stupid shit. I mean, all these people, it's like the coalition of women. Yo, you're broke. Broke this, broke that. Send me money. Cash app. If you want to fucking um, solve my problems, here's my cash app. Yo, you want to get my number? Cash app. Yo, if I go to a bar, if I go to a restaurant, bring my friend with me, you had to pay for me and my friend because I say so. Yo, you want to tell me some of this pussy? Cash app. You want to fucking waste my time? Niggas will always want to waste your time, but niggas never ask for cash apps. Cash app. Yo, what you doing for cash app? Cash app. Cash app. Nigga. So it was like, all right, once I'm fucking lit and I got some chicken, I don't give a fuck about what you think about me. I'm about to fuck a thousand bitches where I also can put a hundred dollars in their cash app because that's seemingly 
Oh, that's important to get the pussy from you. You don't care why. You don't care how I think. You don't care what I think. You don't care how I was raised. You don't care how I see the world. You don't care how worldly I am. You don't care about my hobbies. You don't care about my sensibilities. You don't care about my morals. You don't care about none of that shit. You just care about how much money I have, seemingly. So I fucking do anything else, you know? So yeah, man, we just need to promote as a whole sound moral values and how being rich or being financially stable is equally as important as being a good person. There's a shift. If you don't got the bag, you don't deserve pussy. Worry about getting money. Nah, don't worry about why you're like this. Don't worry about your temperament, your childhood, how you became this way. No, 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 no. Focus on getting money, then maybe I'll give you some ass. That's what's being said. It's being is getting proposed that way. Regardless of if you disagree with me or not, I know how to fucking read. I know how to critically listen. I know how to retain information. This is what's being fucking said. But seemingly, other things are important when it's conveniently important. That's crazy. I mean, let's just start having more conversations that um will build us both financially and intellectually. I mean, let's really work together on this, man. A whole bunch of back talk. Bags are important. Being able to read out loud is important. Me being able to convey some information to you and you retain it and you're just not seeing it in a one and a, a narrow point of view because of how you was raised. So you don't even have the ability to listen to the respond to what you heard. You're already formulating thoughts as I'm talking to you, which means you don't even know how to listen. But you want to fuck with niggas with money. There's only like a thousand niggas that make this kind of money. And look at your homegirl group. There's 10 of y'all. There's a thousand niggas, period, that own this kind of money. Who's going to take the loss? Do you even see that it's taking a loss? There's a whole bunch of shit that's going on at the same time, man. We need to work together. Niggas, too. It can't just be about bitches. Like, yo, and the bitch got the fatty, then it's whatever. Or I'll, I'll, I'll Gucci her down if she listens about my day. Like, come on, I know I've talked about incentives before, but come on, baby. What are we doing? Where is the constructive conversation about, like, companionship? All these women are like, yo, I'm tired of niggas trying to fuck with me. Are you good as a companion? All these niggas are like, yo, I need a wife. Are you good as a companion? Are you good as a partner? Do you even have an understanding of what partnership is? Do you even look at the person you're dealing with as an equal? These are things that we just need to start talking about, man. You know what I mean? But... Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll highlight y'all niggas tomorrow.